Welcome to Activations with JJ Ascension School, Part 13. Today we will pick up where we left off with Episode 12 and talk a little bit more about the destruction of Atlantis as well as possible timelines where Atlantis was not destroyed. Hello my friends, thank you so much for coming to co-create with me again in my Ascension School series. I'm excited to pick up where we left off last time as I talked about original cause, also known as the fall in more religious terminology, and or the illusion of separation. I really based what I said last week on Sal Rochelle and his different writings about that. I have also dabbled into what Dolores Cannon said in her books, and today I'm going to dive a little bit deeper, giving you some more facts about Atlantis. The interesting thing was I posted on my TikTok a couple of weeks ago a message from Atlantis, and it was done in Atlantean light language, and the the guidance I got was to have people begin to remember that, which was interesting to me because a lot of people are traumatized by thoughts of Atlantis because there was a lot of destruction that happened. People have done past life regressions where they died. And I was like, okay, why are we doing this? What's the point? There is something really interesting about what's happening right now. And that is I'm feeling so many of us were once in Lemuria and Atlantis and have re-embodied again today to go through what we're going through. So there are connections. I'm putting the puzzle pieces together. As I was reading Sal Rochelle, Earth Changes and Beyond, one of the books I really refer to a lot, I did come across some different things that I thought would be really interesting to share with you today. I also have snagged a few quotes from Dolores Cannon, some of her convoluted universe books, talk about Atlantis as well. So this isn't just informational, but it's also going to be channeled from the Atlantean elders. I'm going to bring them through all kinds of goodies in this episode, so stick around. I know you're going to love it. Before we head right into that, I just want to make a couple of announcements. As usual, there are always time-sensitive things going on. First of all, I do want to let you know that I have some upcoming gatherings, and they are always so much fun, so powerful. If you are new to this realm, if your spiritual awakening hasn't been going on for very long, I promise you this is a great way to get your feet wet. It is a virtual soul family gathering. Anybody who participates can do with or without video, with or without sound. We co-create the way that we want to and need to. We come and we tap into the different energies that I have determined for that particular one. For instance, we do the Pleiadians, the Arcturians, the Galactic Federation, and then we also have a gathering once a month, actually twice a month, with the fairies and elementals. If you go to the link below where it talks about gatherings, there are literally gatherings every single weekend. So you're sure to find something that'll fit your time zone, that'll fit your sort of desires as who you want to connect with. And again, I promise you, if you come to those, you will really, really love them. And you get to see my face. Yay! So that's the one announcement I wanted to make. The second announcement I wanted to make is that I'm getting ready to launch a new modality called multidimensional soul activation. Now, some of you have heard me talk about multidimensional soul integration. In fact, Sal Rochelle has a whole book about soul integration where we integrate fragmented parts of our soul. 
that one can be found in, or the information about that one can be found in the link below. I do have an episode all about multidimensional soul integration. Well, as is usual, Spirit has guided me to develop an additional modality. It's complementary to the soul integration called multidimensional soul activation. I have published an entire episode all about that. Again, the link is below. Don't get confused. There's activation and integration. I know that they're similar, but they are different. The soul activation is so incredible. I have just been feeling very strongly that there are a lot of people who feel like there are parts of them that haven't been unlocked. That's the best way for me to say it. I help them find the keys to unlock those gifts, step into their power and step into their gifts and really start to shine their light the way that they feel like they always have meant to be doing. And so again, if you're interested in finding out more about that, the link is below. It is a month-long process similar to the soul integration process. They're literally the same format where you have two group sessions and four individual sessions. I would absolutely love for you to join us next month for that. Take a look again below and you can find out all the information you need to. All right, switching gears back to Atlantis. I am going to do three things during this episode. One, I'm going to provide for you information that has been channeled by Dolores Cannon and Sal Rochelle regarding one or some of the timelines of Atlantis. Probably the most predominant timeline of Atlantis that we know most about is the one where it was destroyed. So I'm going to channel or provide their channeled information. I'm just going to read a few excerpts from their books. Secondly, I'm going to read just a little bit regarding what Sal Rochelle says about healing timelines and healing the trauma of Atlantis, which is really fascinating. And third, I'm planning on channeling my own self, the elders of Atlantis, the wise ones, those who were service to others, and have them bring through any knowledge or wisdom that they might want to share with us that's applicable for us during this time of ascension of the planet. All right, so first off, I'm going to refer to The Convoluted Universe, book one from Dolores Cannon. She talks about a case that she had where she had somebody who regressed to a past life where he said it was Atlantis, and he was a member of a group of priests. The quote says, There was a high priest over them, and they were using crystals to try to counteract the negative influences of another group of scientists that were very dominant. It seemed that the other group of scientists were using their mental powers and their mind control in negative ways, and they were also conducting experiments in negative ways. I'm going to pause there really quickly. In other parts of Dolores Cannon's books, she talks about how they were doing uh, genetic modification and they were actually doing hybrid humans and animals and all kinds of experiments. It was all science related. It was almost as if they were playing God, quote unquote, playing God. So those are the things that other people brought through that I don't have time to necessarily quote from Dolores Cannon's books, but if you've read them, You may have seen those bits and pieces about what they say Atlantis was like. Now, this group of priests was trying to counteract the negativity by using crystals and directing energy to try to negate the effects they were creating. But the priests were having problems. They had a group of crystals, and these had to be aligned in a certain order or pattern to create the highest degree of effectiveness. 
but it wasn't working. So they kept rearranging the crystals and finally things got worse. The land was experiencing a great deal of seismic activity and they knew that the continent was going to sink. And Dolores Cannon asked this man how they knew for sure and he said it's because of the negative things that the other group was doing. And so just to go on, we know that, you know, the seismic activity occurred. Sal Rochelle also has a few quotes about that that I'll read in just a moment. And then Dolores Cannon mentions that this man said that they took ships before, preemptively, before the the continent sunk, and they were able to escape. Their ships were kind of like these bubbles that floated in the water, and they ended up landing in Egypt, where, again, many of us know, if you've read uh, before, that possibly Egypt had its roots in Atlanteans who had escaped Atlantis or survived Atlantis and were going to start a civilization there. So that's kind of what I wanted to read from Dolores Cannon that was pertinent to what we're talking about. Okay, this is the dominant timeline of Atlantis. All right, I'm shifting now to what Sal Rochelle had to say, sort of supplementing that. And in his book, Earth Changes and Beyond, there's a link below if you're interested in, in grabbing that book, you can find it on Amazon. He talks about how a lot of people were in bodies during the time of Atlantis. So we had past lives during Atlantis and that many people on Earth today carry guilt regarding the events that transpired there. It's interesting that he points out in the dominant timeline because I mentioned in the last episode that there are definitely timelines where Atlantis did not sink, where there was not destruction and where everything just went fine. But some of you knew that the continent was about to be destroyed but felt powerless to prevent it. This has to be parallel to what Dolores Cannon said about the priests who are trying and trying and trying to prevent this from happening. Others felt directly responsible for the death and destruction that ensued. As stated in an earlier transmission, the main lesson of Atlantis involved reaping the consequences of being out of balance within the levels of self. Atlanteans were extremely mental and intellectual and had largely suppressed their emotional bodies. This imbalance between the mental and emotional bodies was the primary cause of the destruction of Atlantis. The invading Orions and the resulting explosions of the crystal generating stations were secondary causes. Had the Atlanteans developed their intuitive faculties sufficiently, they would have become aware of the true intentions of the Orions before it was too late. In other words, the Atlanteans would not have been hoodwinked into believing the Orions had their best interests at heart. He also adds in something about Lemuria, and even though this isn't completely related to what I'm going to talk about today, I just want to touch the tip of the iceberg because I think it's important for people who are new to all of this to understand the difference between Atlantis and Lemuria. He says, in Lemuria, you had the opposite issue. The Lemurians were highly developed emotionally and intuitively, but lacked the mental and intellectual knowledge necessary to protect themselves from the sudden change in climate precipitated by the comet that brushed the atmosphere of the Earth. Had they been open to technological ideas, they would have built shelters capable of carrying them through the Ice Age that followed the comet. In the present age on Earth, you have the opportunity to come into true balance between the head and the heart, thereby completing the lessons that were partially learned during Atlantis and Lemuria. Going back in time to help your past selves is most effective if you bring the knowledge you have now with you. You are then planting seeds in the consciousness of your past selves, seeds that will grow and flower in the present age. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. 
that I know gets a little bit deep because we're talking about timeline healing. We're talking about visiting, literally visiting our past selves and planting these ideas of what the flaws were, pointing them out somehow, very gently reminding ourselves that we need to work a little bit more on being intuitive, or maybe we need to work a little bit more on science if we go back to Lemuria. So all of these concepts, I just want you to just hang on for a second. I know you probably have a lot of questions. You may have to listen to this again, but take this in and I'm going to shift gears and I'm going to channel the Atlantean elders. And when I say elders, I do mean masculine and feminine, um, a group. I want to tap into the priests and priestesses or the holy people that were attempting to assist uh, people to become spiritually developed during that time. And of course, in the dominant timeline, they did not succeed. But let's just sit for a moment in the idea that they did succeed in another timeline and that the Atlanteans were able to balance everything out. I believe that that vibration is the vibration that we are wanting to emulate now on our planet in order to successfully ascend. Technically we have, but continue to ascend and, and bring peace and balance to the earth. So let me just take a moment here. As you know, I always like to play music. It helps us to get into the energy. Dear ones, we are extremely grateful for you coming to visit at this time, seeking information seeking knowledge that will assist you in your current dimension and timeline to help the collective understand the importance of balance. Yes, dear ones, the lesson is just as Sal Rochelle mentioned, the importance of balance, of the divine feminine, the heart and the intuition, the divine masculine, the head and the science, those two together creating an energy that will assist in the ascension in a balanced way that will allow humanity to progress that will allow humanity to take a quantum leap some of you have felt drawn to consider the fact that the new age will simply be all feminine that we will invite in flow, 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 that there will be very little structure. However, we encourage you to consider the idea that what is happening is the divine feminine is entering your planet in order to rise to the same level that the masculine has been present, as well as influence and assist the masculine to step into its divine role rather than an egocentric role. There are many things happening on the planet at this moment. As there are interdimensionals assisting, your vibration has raised enough in order to invite the presence of higher dimensional interdimensionals, unlike the time of Atlantis, the dominant timeline, where lower dimensional interdimensionals were allowed to come through and connect 
because they had under the Atlanteans had underdeveloped their intuition. Dear ones, the wisdom that we wish to impart to you at this time relates to the idea that you can return back to Atlantis, that you can visit your past selves and remind them of the importance of being balanced. Yes, dear ones, this is key in your healing and in the healing of the collective, in the healing of the planet, and a pivotal occurrence in the trajectory of Gaia. Timeline healing is necessary for personal ascension, it's necessary for collective ascension, and it's also necessary for planetary ascension. Many of you underestimate your ability to assist Gaia, and therefore we encourage you to connect with her, to ask her how you may assist in healing these traumas, the destruction that has occurred over the last several eons, how these things might be brought to a place of healing and wholeness through timeline healing, through tapping into and strengthening the timelines where the destruction and war did not occur. Again, we remind you, you create your own reality collectively and individually. There's much more we may say on this subject. However, time does not permit us to do so. And therefore, we leave you with these thoughts to ponder. Again, expressing our gratitude that you have come, that you have come to listen, that you have come to integrate, that you have come to remember. I May your eyes open to the possibilities which lay before you, dear ones. May your awareness increase. And may your heart be enlarged with love for humanity. a very, very interesting message. I don't know how many of you felt almost as if you were talking to yourself, but I did feel as if I was channeling many of you who are listening in that many of us were involved in that collective group of healers and spiritual people that were really trying to prevent the destruction of Atlantis in that dominant timeline. But again, I did have this feeling that I was able to see the timeline where Atlantis was balanced. And I felt like that's really what they were drawing us towards and having us heal the other one and having us release the guilt and the shame. 
Dear ones, I am just so honored that you would come to co-create with me today. And I'm just going to leave you with my favorite sayings, as always. I'm sending you lots of love, and I honor the divinity within you. <laughs>